If you are ready to live grounded in a deeper sense of life's purpose, meaning, and direction, then you are in the right place. Welcome to Transform Your Life, a unificationist podcast brought to you from our studio in Westchester County, New York, 15 miles north of New York City. We share insights and talk with knowledgeable guests on how to cultivate positive mental health and emotional well-being in the midst of cultural confusion and social unrest. And now, here are your hosts, Jack and Idris. Good evening, Dr. Kone. Hey, Jack, how are you? I'm doing fine. You it's just got back. Yeah, good, thank you. You just got back from a trip to the Ivory Coast in Africa. How many, right. years, is, how many years is it now that you've been going there and teaching at the university? Um, four years, four years in the whole because okay. it's since 2016, yeah. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. uh, of course, we're co-hosts for the show and, you know, hosts are not supposed to be plugging their own products. You know, they're not supposed to be advertising. <laughs> but because, because we had the unique role of being co-hosts, but also being involved in our own uh, ministries. Yeah. I just want the listeners to know that we're, we're not trying to plug our products and, and take up their time by mm-hmm. plugging our products. However, you made an important trip to Africa. Uh, I understand the September 24th, you were there for 10 days. You've been going there now for four years, every summer teaching this course. You're also the president and CEO of a company which you had named as Success consulting services. How many years has that company, uh, you've been operating with that company? It's about five years. Okay, it's about five years. Okay. All right. Very good. Mm-hmm. So let's get right into it because uh, the title of our podcast tonight is what is personal transformation and yeah. why do we need it? If you look at the word transformation, you have, you have trans, which means beyond, mm-hmm. and you have formation. Which mean which goes with form, what is visible, what is actual appearance. We talk about appearance. So something that is beyond appearance. Okay. So that's really where we are focusing. Okay. 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 But the point here about transformation is for people to be aware that it's something beyond form. So then when people become aware that it's not that life is not just about what we see. But what is what there is something that is the essence that's actually uh, leading the form, then we're talking about transformation. So that the person has the ability to see when I see Jack, I'm not seeing Jack just as a white male 50, I mean, in his early 70s, I guess. <laughs> hey, take it easy there, will you? <laughs> but I can see something beyond that. I can see like something valuable in Jack that is his character, his personality, the way he thinks, the way he actually reacts to issues. That's actually the hidden part of human beings and that's not the form. And unfortunately, a lot of people are stuck with form so then they miss their essence. So the transformation has something to do with taking people through a process so that they can be aware that there's something beyond form. Okay, well, let me, let me uh, 
let me mirror that back to you, see if I've heard it right and make a comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you telling me that transformation in the context of as you deliver it in your personal development course yeah. is pointing towards elements that cannot be quantified, yeah. they cannot be measured, mm-hmm. and also it points towards something that even qualitatively it's not something that we necessarily can can point to and specifically identify. Logically, are you, are you saying that in terms of what transformation no, no, there's is about? There's a nuance there. There's a distinction. Okay. It can be, quant- it can be actually measured. Okay. Uh-huh. But he's not, it's not something that you can logically define because it's only experiential. Okay. It's experiential. Right. It is not cognitive. Okay. Because cognitive is logical, is, uh, you know, clear how things start and how they end. But the trance, which is beyond form, is not in a realm of logic. It's in a realm of experience. Now, when somebody has that experience, mm-hmm. he will naturally influence their behaviors, their right. way of acting and talking and being. So then you can actually look at two people and see who's transformed and who's not based on their behavior. Okay, and, the way, and the way they actually um, respond to difficulties of life, to challenges of life. Let's say a person is on driving, is a go through a traffic light, and then uh, somebody else is behind him and then uh, and honk and they all and then and just you know maybe um, put give him a finger, okay? Right. Uh huh. The other person reaction to that will determine if they are transformed or not. Okay, I think I think I understand that. Yeah. So let me ask you in that context then, mm-hmm. how is personal transformation different? from personal development now it is now development has something to do with the process mm-hmm. okay okay so it's process so during the training program mm-hmm. people know where they are at because there is a pretest to identify where you are at in your own development mm-hmm. and then we're taking you through a process to a point that you can reach a Another, at the end of the program too, there is another test to see if there is change, there is progress. Okay. So that process is the development part part of it. All right. So let's get into that a little bit. I think it's very, very germane for our listeners. Explain to our listeners the process that you're taking your students through when they involve themselves in successfully completing your personal development course. What's happening at the beginning? What's happening in the middle? And what yeah. happens at the end? What are you doing and how are you doing it? Yeah. First of all, it's very important for people to understand that um, life, life is, uh, you know, we all grow, right? I mean, physically, it's obvious. You know, you, you're a baby 
you eat food and then you, you grow. breathe. Then, yeah, and then you grow and then you reach a point where you are mature. Let people like say, oh, he's an yeah. adult. Like a tree. Okay. Like, yeah, I can yeah. say, I, I, I see that tree is growing. Well, how do I know yeah. that? Well, exactly. because last year it was six inches yeah. tall. It, yeah. it grew six more inches. I could quantify it. I could see it before me. Exactly. Right? So okay. that's the first thing about students because we want them to see reality. Okay. okay. Now, we say, is that human being growing only physically? There is another dimension of human being that is called the mental, if you want, the intellectual dimension. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is that grow too? Yeah, of course it grows. So what you learn in school is helping you have a better understanding of reality. So you can actually think through things. You can be more critical of, of life. You can make better judgment. That's, you know, what we usually call um, uh, in, in philosophy, having like critical thinking. Uh -huh. So you are able to, to dissociate uh, right from wrong by discerning. This is the mental exercise. And in right. school, interestingly, do that very well. Okay. Well, some now, maybe. Yeah, so <laughs> now, <laughs> now, there is another dimension of human being that we call the emotional dimension. The emotional dimension is how you feel about things. What is happening to you? Mm -hmm. What is happening in you? You know, so in that area, whenever you get hurt, how do you react? How you feel about it? Do you fight back or flight or fight? Is there any other alternative, a third alternative? That's the third alternative we are presenting in the course for what usually we call emotional IQ. For people right. to be aware that your growth in the emotional dimension will depend on how you react to pain. So it's not flight or fight, but it's about heal. Okay, well, I don't want, I, I, you're, you're getting into a little bit of the details, but yeah. I, I think I'd, I'd like to try to focus first a little bit on, let's just say that I, I, I sign up for the course. Yes. Okay, and I'm on the first call to two hour. Yeah. It's done, I understand it's done through a, a coaching dynamic. Yeah. Dynamic, right. exactly. Not, yeah. You're not just standing up there and, uh, or doing a Zoom call and just talking for two hours, and I just sit there and take notes. It's a dynamic yeah. experience. Dynamic so, experience. What, yeah. What are you gonna? What do I do as a? And during the first session, what what are you taking me through to help me get started with this? What do I? What What is something I'm going to be doing with you during that first two hours? Okay. The first thing we do. Mm -hmm. um, is first of all, of course, I have to present to you what personal development is. Okay. Okay. Because it's important for people to understand what it is. Right. Of course, I mean, you know me, I have to introduce myself and know what kind of person I am. Right. But I'm not, I don't go, I don't go through um, a definite, you know, like books first. Right. I share a story. Mm -hmm to help you understand what personal development is. Okay. So then you have an idea. Then now, after that, I go through 
what we call definition, like people, for people have to have an understanding of what it is. And then we get into what we call usually, um, I, I, present, I present the whole schedule, but there is a, there is a, there is a, a um, an assessment that we do. That happens and during the first session? That happened during the first session. Okay. Assessment. What that assessment will help you understand where you are at in your own development. And is this, is this assessment based on, is this something that you developed and created or is this something that you're, you're taking from somebody else? No, I did not uh, create it. I took it from uh, um, a, um, you know, um, Ed Diner. He's a, he's an educator. Okay. Um, so I, I he granted, he granted permission uh, for me to use it. Yeah. Okay. So can, can I, let's, uh, let's just spend a minute there. So mm -hmm. what, what, what is, how is the assessment being done and what is being assessed during, for, during this? Okay, what is being assessed is called, is usually called, um, you know, where you are at in your own level of development. So basically question, I ask like specific question, uh -huh. like in most ways of your life, in, in most ways, is my life is close to my ideal. Just just simple example. Mm -hmm. Now you have to give, you have to give a, a number to that uh, statement. Okay. Okay, or we go, the condition of my life are excellent. And you give a condition, you're given a, a, a number to it. Okay. I am satisfied with my life. Mm -hmm. So far, I have gotten the important thing I want in life. If I could live my life over, I will not change almost anything. These are the questions that actually we ask. And people have to give, they have to think about it uh -huh. and look at reality they are in into because it's self-reflective right so they have to be honest with themselves also right yes and then when they give then we calculate all these numbers and you will fall in the, in the category okay and when you fall into that category it will actually help we will describe what is really happening exactly in that category so we will look at all those aspects of your life okay all right, so that that's that's uh, that's that's an outcome you hope takes place for everyone during the first yeah. session. Yeah. And in general, uh -huh. in general, people score pretty uh, low in certain area in terms of spirituality and emotional development, mm -hmm. and which which is the area where mm -hmm. the the the, pro the program actually focusing on. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we uh, just to. Uh, help uh with with telling story or or a real life experience your recent uh trip to the ivory coast to the university to teach the course how many students did you have in the class this time um, um this time there were about you know 70 uh students seven zero seventy yeah seven zero yeah you you were teaching them through zoom or teaching them in a classroom in a we did in a classroom because i was already there anyway so did you do proper social distancing? Of course, yeah. Oh, <laughs> of course. I had my mask. I was just joking. But, you know, to, to be honest with you, there is no coronavirus in Ivory Coast. People are, uh, it's not really dramatic that the way it is here in America. So I see. Okay. Well, she so had 70 students. Okay. So uh, maybe you could, uh, you could share, uh, if it's not 
from this particular class, because this uh, you're probably still in the process of, of uh, coming to conclusions about how the students have done, but perhaps in a different uh, class that you taught, if you could maybe share with us what the transformation process was like for one of your students yeah. from, from be starting in the beginning and yeah. going through first this assessment and then all these other aspects that you're delivering mm -hmm. to them. And then it concludes yeah. and they graduate. Maybe you could share someone's story or some experience you had with someone that could help us see what that transformation involved. Yeah. Well, um, I will share a couple of, uh, couple experiences. Okay. Uh -huh. the first one, the first one um, was with one of my students who actually um, told me that he is a, a she or a girl. She uh -huh. told me, she told me at the end of the course, she said, I wish, I wish I have taken this class, this course in my first year university. I made, I made so many mistakes already. Uh-huh. Because okay. I never ever understood that there is a principle about even love. So I she said she always thought that love has something to do with mere feeling. Okay. So she based a lot of decision on that mere feeling. Okay. Then after the course, she realized that there is a principle there. And that principle, whenever you apply it, it will give you the exact same result. So she said, I wish I have learned that in my first year university, which was very, very revealing. Mm. Well, I think I th I think that this uh, is a good moment for me to interject here. Yeah, part of my understanding of transformation, and it particularly relates to this experience you just shared, is mm -hmm. a transformative experience is not just an experience of like getting better at a, a particular skill, like whether mm -hmm. it's whether it's a skill at banking or a skill at math mm -hmm. or even, even in terms of developing character, uh, yeah. becoming more kind or compassionate, mm -hmm. but a transformative experience is an experience that takes you to a place mm -hmm. that you haven't been before. Yeah. That is so very different from mm -hmm. what you previously experienced it, that mm -hmm. it changes you. Yeah. in a profound way is that so is that kind of like what she was sharing with you yeah if if you maybe the other term that is actually more appropriate for it is awareness mm. self-awareness mm -hmm. to read to come to a certain realization that oh i i understand things from a a deeper perspective now and, and then when that happened, you can see that the, there is a paradigm shift there. You can okay. see that a person is no longer thinking as they used to think, even if it was a couple hours before. 
So, so it, it is, it, it really is bring, it's opening up a space for them that previously did not exist. Did not exist at all. And that's in really the, what you in were the, talking about. In the, in the world, it's kind of, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of a, trans, a change of world, a change of perception and, and change of, of, of reality. Okay. Then they start, they start like, it's, if you want, I, I, I like the word self-realization. Okay. You know, and then now they can start taking necessary measure and they can make better choices. They can, you know, they can actually take action about the process of growth. Okay. So I, I, good. I, I think that that's uh, okay. How about another experience, whether personally involved with a student yeah. or. The, 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 the other, the other person that, that um, in, in, you know, young man who um, had a very difficult relationship with, um, you know, you know, his own mother. During this, during this course, because the course is very practical, mm-hmm. when we're studying principle, I ask them, okay, a certain point, go, we, we have a break. During that break, go out there and call somebody who deeply wounded you, and you never, you stop talking to that person. Call them and tell them that you forgive them. Okay? And then he, he did that, and then when he came back, I asked who want to share their experience. Mm-hmm. And he came, he wanted to he start sharing experience and he was literally crying. Mm-hmm. He said he never thought one second that he could do something like that. Mm-hmm. But when he did that, he actually, it's like there was a burden taking away from his mind. He became free again. I even have that video because I was recording him when he was speaking. He said, I became free again. There was, he said that there was something heavy on, my, on me that I, I was carrying with me. And he said, I, I wanted to do it, but I was hesitating. I didn't want to do it, but because you ask us to try and now our best to do it. When I did that, I was free again. I was free again. So he experienced something that he in a in a way that he had not experienced before that was new and brought about a change in him yes and that's the transformative experience well uh uh-huh go ahead go ahead so so you will the 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 way the course is shaped we go through first the theoretical part and then we get into practicality Mm-hmm. And this is something they do. It's right. not something that they think about only. Right. It is something that is very experiential. Right. So that it, it, they take it with them wherever they go and it stay with them even after several months, several years. Mm-hmm. They will always refer back to the experience. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a very important component. It's not, of course, obviously I looked at your, your, uh, your explanation of, on your website of, of the grounding of your work. So obviously every, every important spiritual work is, is grounded in theoretical dimensions, but yeah. you're saying that uh, it's, it, 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 the significant part is 
that that theoretical dimension is, is taken into the realm of, of experience, personal experience in order for the transformation to occur. Exactly. Well, let me, let me ask you in conjunction with that, because I understand the eight-week course is not just for personal development. It's a, a very important, from what I understand, the work you're doing in Africa with these students. This is also about professional development. So yeah. let me ask you, why, why, is it, why is it important for you to help your students see the power of transformation in terms of their professional development? How is that yeah. related? Yeah, basically, um, you know, you know, it's it's very hard to completely separate personal mm -hmm. and professional. Okay. Because what is happening in a personal level influence your professional life. Well, let me just jump in there for one second. I don't want to distract you from your train of thought. And I'm, I'm not trying to be glib about this or just making a joke. Yeah. But you remember here in America when Bill Clinton was president of the United States and then he had yeah. this relationship with Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office. Yes, yeah. a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. Many people in America said, that is irrelevant. Mm -hmm. What he does in his personal life has nothing to do with his performance in his professional life. If he mm -hmm. conducts himself with good policy and he upholds, and he upholds the, the, uh, the uh, what do you call it? He upholds the, the plan that he put forth that he was going to do for the American people, he keeps those promises. What he does in his personal life is his personal business, and it's none of your business. And that's, exactly, that, that's exactly what per, the program, the personal development program, is, re, is rejecting that perspective. So yeah, I was going to, okay. All right. Because, because we are looking human being from, his, from, from, as a holistic, from a holistic perspective. Right. We're not just looking at, you know, one aspect of, because professionalism has something to do with intellectual competency, uh, you know, uh, and all these uh, capacity that you develop to do things. But actually, we're not separating that. We are looking the whole picture because we believe that when the whole picture is actually harmonious and balanced, then people have, a, they can do a better job. Now you can we you're mentioning about an issue right. which which is actually come out and has has actually became a part of his unfortunately a part of his moral life ethical life right uh, so we don't even know what happened behind the scene the whole picture no, but it it doesn't look good on him it doesn't look even professional for somebody to become personal <laughs> with his secretary right. Right. It's 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 um you can you can you can act defend as you want, but you you have to be able to be care to actually um you know I think when people say separate professional and personal, what they mean is don't actually go in their life and start and start judging them for whatever is happening if they're going through divorce or they're going through some kind of difficult. But the point here is. When somebody is going through divorce, he will influence his professional life. Well, okay, so good. Let me, let me jump right in there because I wanted to give a, another example to help go a little bit deeper with, or maybe clarify this point a little bit more. So yeah. you're saying you, you reject this notion that what you're, doing, what you're doing outside of your work life 
mm-hmm. is, is irrelevant in terms of how it impacts your work life. Yeah, there's, a, there's a saying in many corporate environments that says, listen, I don't care what was going on in your life mm-hmm. before you arrived at the front door of this company yeah. and walked in. As mm-hmm. soon as you step in, you turn that all off and you just do your job. Yeah. But and I'm, 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 whatever's I'm, going on, whatever's yeah. happening, whatever happened to you before you came in that building, yeah. you just you flush it down the toilet and you go get a new glass of water and yeah. you better do your job because you're I don't care what you're going through in your personal life. You've got yeah. a job to do. You better turn it off. What do you how yeah. speak to that? You know, this is this is very sad to hear that because. Um, reality is, if you look at the business world today, which is mm-hmm. becoming more and, you know, uh, personal development is actually getting more and more in the business world for that specific particular reason. People have actually rejected the personal level, which is also called character development. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're throwing the windows to a point that everybody pretend to be where they're not. They will, they will come in front of you, say a certain thing, and act in a certain way, and sell you a certain image of themselves. And then later you discover that it's flaw. Wow. It's a flaw character. Mm-hmm. So this is a big problem with the corporate business. Mm-hmm. That's why we have so many problems in the corporate business because people cheat. And and then law had you know they, you know uh, how they call it you know you know uh, people have to get into all kind of uh, lawsuit and all kind of fight even sometimes people have to get to a point where they they have to harm the other person to it it's it's so unethical mm-hmm. so that's why it's important to educate the character of the per- of people even in business so that they become people who can who are harmonious, you know, they have an harmonious view of their own professional life. They're not actually just saying, okay, I can do whatever I want, you know, and, and cheat and, and be flawed in what everything I'm doing. And then on the other side, I will appear okay. Uh-huh. So, and that's one aspect of it. But, and even we have seen even some, I, I can recall the professional uh, comedian who one day just, committed suicide, you remember? Um, Robin Williams? Uh, yeah, because everybody thought he was making even pe- jokes, cracking jokes and make people laugh. Right. But we don't know what led to that. That's mm. personal. Yeah. So because in, we live in a society where we push personal away and put it in the garbage, as you say, we put it and put it in the toilet and then flush it and right. think that it's gone. It's never gone. It's, it's with you. It's following you everywhere you go. So I guess it's, so I think it's fair to say then in in your course and some of the principles that ground it, that if you really want to become a consummate professional in your particular area, uh, you really do have to be paying attention to to transformation in your own personal life because it will tie together with your own development uh, as a professional. Exactly. Look at look at a, a, a CEO who has an emotional outburst. Mm-hmm. You think this is just professional? No, of course it's not. It's personal. 
even if that emotional harbors has something to do with the fact that he lost a job, I mean, he lost a, a contract, that mm -hmm. outburst has something to do with his personal. Okay. So, you, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, if you then, look at uh, deeply, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So, in, in, in relation uh, to that, yeah. How does uh, I understand that some of the students you have, you're encouraging them to become uh, entrepreneurial? Yeah. Perhaps start their own businesses. So, how does your course mm -hmm. uh, inform? A, a student who would like to venture into entrepreneurship to be a a transformed professional. How, yeah. How does that first, first, first of all, if you look at well the system, the education system, I mean by the for the case of Ivory Coast that I know very well because I was a student there, mm -hmm. most most um, um, educational program that we have there, um, basically if you look at the country, um, we have more than more than 60% um, unemployment rate. 60, wow. Yeah. Mm. You know, of course, those people do some kind of job, but they're vulnerable job. That I mean, if they go to, they go morning, they're not even sure they're gonna come out with money in the afternoon. Mm. And, and uh, among those, there are most, many of them are actually college graduate. Mm. So basically, sociology, anthropology, because I'm focusing on social sciences right now, anthropology, sociology, um, um, history, communications, and all these areas, mm -hmm. the only place where they work when they graduate is to become teachers or to, uh, to go into work for the government to a certain extent. Uh -huh. But it's very hard for them to actually start their own business because they didn't learn that. I so see. what we do... What we do, because the, the first principle that we study is called the principle of transformation. Mm -hmm. Because in that principle, people also learn to project themselves three to five years from now where they create a vision. Mm -hmm. A vision of themselves creating their own business. But before even they get there, there is a test that we do that help them actually understand what area they're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, it can be an area related to journalism. It can be an area related to music. And then we say, do you know, beside the study you're doing, you can actually create your own business and find a way to fund it in the next three years, next five years. Mm -hmm. So beside the studies, they actually make a vision and a plan mm -hmm. for the next three years and even a way to finance what they're actually working on. So when they finish, then we, uh, I mean, actually the, 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 my business, my um, um, consulting, my, my business Nothing actually uh -huh. become a resource for them in the process. So that means a year, like those, those, I will tell you, student that I had in 2017, mm -hmm. they have their own business today. Mm -hmm. They work, but they have their own business. It's amazing mm -hmm. how people can actually come to that to to you know to make concrete realization of of what they have learned. I want to I want to ask you something uh, that uh, just came to mind as you were speaking. 
Yeah. You know, in the United States, there's uh, lots of entrepreneurs and we know that many businesses start and they fail within the first five years. Yes. Uh, and, but, but however, I think in America, there's, it's usually pretty optimistic about opportunities. Yes. So, uh, however, at the same time, there seems to be a lot of people who feel like they're sort of stuck. Mm -hmm. Job that they have, they can't really get out of it and yeah. too risky to try to do something. Mm -hmm. When you're telling me that there's 60% unemployment, I guess that's yeah. mostly uh, uh, among men. And I guess it recently has entrepreneurship become something that's available to more women. And I, yeah, um, th this is being encouraged, but being encouraged. reality is reality is you know even even uh, educated. Of course, you know people have um, you know maybe level of high school something like that might find a way in their life to do a small job somewhere, but they're vulnerable jobs. Uh, the job you can rely on to actually you, to actually uh, live a decent life. Let me let me ask you then uh, if knowing that these these students you have if they take a look at their own environment there's not a lot of opportunity there's a lot of unemployment yeah uh, there's certain jobs available and outside of that it's 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 not it's really an exception to the rule to start and be successful at your own business so yeah. uh, how uh, in terms of culture and in terms of how these people, your students are viewing themselves and viewing their possibilities and potentials, let's say compare and contrast that with uh, Americans. Mm -hmm. If an American might feel like they have lots of opportunities, so they'll give it a shot. But yeah. if, they, if they were to be transported over to the Ivory Coast and see 60% unemployment, very few mm -hmm. people starting their own businesses, not a lot of opportunity. Yeah. Uh, the, do you see a difference in the students uh, in terms of mindset, attitude, or is somehow culture helping support them in this in a way that perhaps it's not here in America to be willing to take risks and, and fail? And Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the culture play a major role into that because the culture that we have there, most people want to work for the government. Mm. This is a reality because it seems to be a little bit more secure. Because mm. you have some money, and then at the end you have retirement. Mm. Okay, and the private company that we have there are they don't actually employ very much. Many of them come with their even own, uh, you know, employees. Mm. So a lot of Ivorian are left, you know, with degrees, with they don't know what to do with. Sometimes even some, you know, them, some of, many of them have doctor degree, don't even know what to do with it. So they will probably, they have doctorate degree and then they will go to high school and teach in high school, um, private high school. Mm. So, and um, or some of them have master's or a bachelor degree. They will actually uh, just find a way maybe to work for um, a company that doesn't actually employ him fully, but actually employ him in contract, contract in a contract level, like pay every two years then, or one year they have to renew it. And it's very unsecure. What would you have? What, what so would you say? this is the reality. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Sorry. That's the reality. Compared mm -hmm. to America, where the unemployment is pretty low, like 2 or 3%. Well, it, it, with the pandemic now, of course, it's 7.6 or yeah. 7, but it was up to 16 at one point. But it's pretty yeah. So what would you say to seeing that you, you also teach uh, at a seminary here in New York City? You have students yeah. from all over the world, Americans yeah. included. 
What would you say to uh, Americans, students today who feel like it's really hard here in America to make it happen? There's too many barriers. I'm probably not going to be able to succeed. When you think about your fellow students in the Ivory Coast and what, what they're facing and how they meet their challenges, what would you say to Americans? I mean, I, I just smile because when people say things are hard here, I'm like, you, don't, you haven't seen what is really hard. Mm. Um, because um, basically here, if you are serious, you can get a loan to start a business. If you're serious, mm -hmm. and I, you don't even get a loan. You, nobody, who's going to give you a loan? No one's going to give you anything. Mm. So in most cases, you have to start your business from your own, like um, uh, with your own fund, your own money. So that's why I even told my student, don't mm. expect anybody to give you money because who's going to give you anyway? Find a way, work somewhere, even if you have to clean, uh, you, have to, you have to sell something or clean dishes somewhere for about six months and then save money. Mm. When you save money, then you can start your business from there. Okay. So that's, that's yeah. another reality. You know, here you can have a business plan and then work in a bank and then defend your case in a way that, and then you can get some, some fun. Even another, you know, philanthropist can give you money and say, you know what, you know, get a $2,000 to start your own business, to do a business. But in reality, in, in, in countries like Africa, it's pretty rare that somebody will come give you money or rare because, I mean, the bank doesn't even know where you live. Hmm. So that's another problem. They don't have proper addresses and there is no really proper identification, electronic identification. So, so if you even get them, yeah. yeah, if you get the bank money and disappear in the bushes, who's going to find you? That's it. It's, it's a loss. So bank don't even loan, give money to, to people. So this is another challenge too. Okay. Uh, well, there's a lot more we could talk about, but we are coming up on the clock once again. I'd like to give you a minute as yeah. we're wrapping up here, I'd like to uh, have you summarize for our listeners why you think the work you're doing is important yeah. and how they can learn more about what you're doing and how you can support them. Just take a minute yeah. for that. So I, I want to, I want to um, you know, conclude my, my thought with this, uh, um, this experience that I have myself growing up as a young African in, um, in a village. Mm -hmm. Now, in Africa, most young people will go through something that we call initiation. Um, so when you are 12, 13, 14, and um, what they teach you in general, there are three major things that you learn. One, day, one thing that they teach you is don't run away from pain. Mm -hmm. okay? Pain is part of life. And life is also part of pain. So you don't run away from it. So okay. whenever you, feel you face pain, you have to actually deal with it. If you can't, find an elder mm. to help you. Mm. And I think that's actually laid the ground for me mm. to actually get involved into the kind of work I'm doing today. Mm -hmm. The other thing that we learn is actually... Um, you know, we are not in control of life 100%. Um, there is, life is in control of us to a certain extent. So we have to be careful 
about complaining, complaining and accusing people of life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because what happened to you is sometimes bigger than yourself. Mm-hmm. So there are that spirituality. Mm-hmm. So there are things that happen. You can actually think that it's about people who did it to you. Mm-hmm. But if you actually can flip the coin and look at the other side, you will see something beautiful that you can actually take with you to the to the to your growth, to your personal growth. Mm-hmm. And the last thing that I think we should all be aware of is we're gonna die one day. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we are not actually the center of the universe. We're not God. We're not going to live forever. So we're going to die one day. So that's why you have to be very careful about possessions. Mm. It's, a, it's a big illusion mm-hmm. to think that things, everything belongs to you. Basically, nothing belongs to you. Nothing belongs to us. We are just steward, and then we are managing it. So there are those basic things that you learn growing up. Mm-hmm. And it starts only making sense. At that moment, it doesn't really make big sense. Mm-hmm. But it starts making sense when you become an adult. Mm-hmm. Because when you start practicing and you can see, it's amazing how he helped you grow and become a better person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's laid the ground for me. Because it's not something we learn in school. It's, a, it's called actually the education of life. Mm-hmm. That's something I want to bring into the educational world they like the the intellectual world so that we can actually have a much more balanced education for our young people yeah well that's great well thank you very much for that uh any listeners are uh interested to find out more about uh, dr kone's work and his company you can go to successconsultingservices.com on the internet check everything out there and there's a way to contact you there as well Yeah, Dr. Connie, I want to thank you for uh, sharing with us about your recent trip in Africa. Thank you, Jack. It was a pleasure sharing with you, too. We want to thank our listeners for tuning in tonight on this very important topic, personal transformation and why you need it. Until next week, stay healthy and live a transformed life. Good night. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe so you can be notified about any upcoming episodes. And please take a moment to leave a positive review on iTunes or wherever you're listening and share it with your friends. Be sure to check out the archive section on our website, transformyourlifepodcast.com, for previous podcasts. And check us out on Facebook and Twitter too, at Transform Your Life Podcast. Join us next time for another edition of Transform Your Life, a Unificationist Podcast. This has been a PR Web Design production. Thanks so much for listening.